Welcome back to the Hornet Hour podcast. I'm Alex Berry, and today I have the honor to interview one of our first year teachers. First year teacher? Yes. Are you first year teacher? No. Second year. Second year. Second year teacher at Bryant High School. Jessica teaches Spanish and is also a teacher of tech ed and has been a teacher for five years. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I like to start out with an elevator pitch about who you are. So give me like a 30 second elevator pitch about who you are. Um, I am Jessica L. Wilson. I'm one of two Jessica Wilsons in the Bryant School District, which is <laughs> really fun. Um, uh, this is my fifth year teaching. I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee, and that's where I went to school. I have a bachelor's in Spanish and a master's in teaching. Um, I'm married, and I have a stepdaughter who's five. Oh, Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is my second year in the school district here at Bryant. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So what and or who inspired you to become a teacher? Um, well, to be honest, teaching was not on the plan, and I've told my students this, so this is not a secret. Um, but I did not go to college to be a teacher. Oh. Um, it was not on my radar, which is a hot, a hot topic. But I, I, my bachelor's is in Spanish because Spanish is something that I loved, and so that's why I always tell you all to find something that you love because then you won't feel like you're working all the time. Um, but so my bachelor's is in Spanish and then I was still living in Memphis at the time and I interviewed at my old middle school. It had become a ninth grade academy and my former principal was still the principal there. And so I went and interviewed just for like academic feedback of like what I could improve on and, um, that kind of thing. And HR called me the next day and offered me the job. And I literally asked them like, are you sure you have the right person? (laughs) Because I literally had just gotten a bachelor's degree in Spanish. I had not, I was not qualified in any means. Um, But so I was an alternative licensure person, and that's Ah. kind of how teaching fell into my lap. And it was, um, I mean, it was like my first year in the classroom was the year we went on spring break and never came back. Oh, my gosh. Which was so fun. (laughs) Um, But until that moment, it felt like everything just kind of fell into place. Like I was like, oh, wow, like this is something I really enjoy and I'm really good at. And like, okay, this could be my career. And so that was kind of how it happened. But it was very much not my original plan. Right. Go into education. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So what do you recommend your students and peers to do if they want to follow in your footsteps to become a teacher? Um, well, so with the education kids, I always tell them to find something that they enjoy. So like with our shadowing this year, um, I gave them a survey and asked them to tell me like what grade levels or subject areas they were interested in. Mm-hmm. Because I think if they can find things they're interested in that, like I said, it makes it feel like where they're not working for no reason right. or like, oh my God, I have to go to work. I don't want to go to work. Like it's something that they can enjoy. Um, but other than that, like there's so many pathways to being a teacher now. And so if they want to be a teacher, like they can do that a million different ways. And I just encourage them to do whatever works best for them. Mm-hmm. And you actually have teach uh, kids who go out and intern, right? In yeah. classrooms. Tell me a little bit about that program. Yeah. So, um, so we have a shadowing program in the pre-educator pathway and basically it allows intro to education and ed tech students to be able to go into a classroom. We do one visit, one to two visits a month for like four hours each day, mm-hmm. like a half day. Um, and so they get assigned a teacher and they go into that classroom and they basically student teach, like they help keep kids on task. They can work in small groups. They can read to kids. They can help clean and organize. Like there's lots of things that they can do to be helpful, but it gives them some real life perspective when it comes to a classroom. Cause sometimes they see stuff on like 
TikTok and Pinterest and Instagram yes. and they think it's one way and then you get into a real classroom and you're like, oh my Lord, this is so not what I expected. Um, and so yeah, so they get some real, some real experience. And at the end of their time here, they're able with the hours they have to apply for the certified teaching assistant mm -hmm. uh, certification, which helps them for those of them that plan to go to college to pursue education. Yes. So, yeah. And TikTok does sometimes make it look glamorous because yes. I know there's a lot of educators out there who post on there and kind of oh, yeah. show their fun things that are happening in their classrooms. And sometimes you don't get to see the other side. Yes. Now they don't get to stay in the same classroom the entire semester. Is that correct? They get to, do they well, switch they out? Do. They do. So we've, we've talked about the idea of letting them kind of switch around, mm -hmm. but then we also thought about on the other hand, right? Like moving us, us like us, we call them a rising educator. That's their mm -hmm. title. Moving them out of a classroom when those students have gotten attached to them could yes. also be kind of difficult. So I think as of right now, we're keeping it where they're just in the same classroom all mm -hmm. year. Okay. But that gives them enough perspective to understand like if they're really thinking kindergarten and then they spend the whole year in a kindergarten classroom, right. they're going to know if kindergarten is for them or not. Um, but yeah, so right now they're staying in the same spot. That's what I always thought. Um, you never know what you want to do. And that's why I was wondering if y'all swapped out because... right. If you in kindergarten, you may not want to stay in kindergarten. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. Well, and I even have some kids in Intro to Ed, just like them going to a school and seeing kind of the back end of being a teacher. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, wow, this is so different. Or I've had one kid already be like, I don't think this is for me. And I'm like, that's okay. Now you <laughs> yes. know, instead of spending thousands of dollars at college, to be disappointed. You know? yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're <laughs> very right. College is expensive. It is. It is. <laughs> so what kind of fun events do you, are activities do you have planned for your students this year um well let me think we've gone to ctso day at the state fair what's that um so they do i don't know how to explain it really but it's like so ctsos are career technical student organizations and educators rising falls under that umbrella oh, of, that. of clubs yes and so um at the arkansas state fair they do a day where they basically offer to bring out like all the different CTSO groups from all the different schools in the state. Um, and they have some speakers in the morning and some like leadership kind of um, like curriculum, if you will. And then we go out and they get to go into the fair for free and they can get discounted wristbands and just get to kind of hang out and have really good community building time. Mm -hmm. um, and then we come back to school. But so we did that. Um, next week we are going to the regional leadership conference that Educators Rising has for Region 6. That's the region that we're in. So it'll be uh, downtown at the, the what is it, the Arca Virtual Arkansas building. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll do that. And then State is in April and it is in Hot Springs. So we'll get to go to that. And then kids that qualify to go to nationals get to go to D.C. this summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. That's, wow. Yeah. I hope y'all do really well. Today. Yeah, I know me too. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> so what are some of the things you want to accomplish with your, your program that you have? Um, well, okay, so us having EdTech, I've said this so many times, but like us having EdTech in person on campus was such a huge win this year. Mm -hmm. Previously, we had students doing it virtually through Virtual Arkansas. Um, and so it kind of made it to where kids took intro to ed and then after that it kind of died off mm -hmm. um and so us having this class in person was so important to me and so i was you can ask my kids i sent um about a thousand emails at the end of the year to anyone who qualified to take it <laughs> and i was like you should sign up for this class um but we ended up getting enough where we could have it in person um which was huge so 
that was a really big win. Next year, our plan is to offer concurrent sections. Mm -hmm. So through ASU Three Rivers, we'll offer concurrent intro to ed and ed tech. And then the year after that, we're maybe even next year, it depends on the numbers, but we're looking at doing a third year course for seniors mm -hmm. um, where it would basically be internship, but in an education setting. And so they would get to spend time every single day instead of like one to two times a month mm -hmm. in a classroom with a teacher getting that real that real experience because they'll be certified paraprofessionals and we can do that. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time today. And if our audience didn't know, we had some visitors in the background. They have yeah. been very quiet. Yeah. They've been really good. <laughs> Y'all want to say hi? <laughs> that was very, very bad. Try again. No, you're not going to try again? <laughs> Keely. <laughs> y'all are too funny. Well, thank y'all so much for letting me do this today. Yeah. Hello, job seekers. Looking to get more from your work? How about more flexibility or free training or simply the chance to make a big difference every day? Sound good? Kelly Education is hiring substitute teachers and paraprofessionals for Bryant Public Schools. Find out how to get started by calling 1-800-528-0049, option 2. That's one 800 528-0049, option two. Call today. Kelly is an equal opportunity employer. Next up, we have the Parent Center Coordinator, Beth Jaime. She has been in the district nine years and has been an instrumental part of our organization. Beth, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Alex, for inviting me. I'm so excited. Yes, yeah, so I like to start out with everyone. Um, give me a 30-second pitch about who Beth Jaime is. Well, um, I'm a Mexican immigrant and recently a naturalized American citizen. Um, I have lived in Ooh. the States for over, yeah, woohoo, for over 21 years. And I'm a mother of four, three boys and one girl. Uh, three of them are young adults, and my youngest attends Bryan Junior High School, and he plays football for the Bryan Varsity team. Wow. Yay. I love it. Yeah. Um, currently, I'm continuing my education, and I am almost finishing my associate's degree in liberal arts and sciences at the University of Arkansas Pulaski Tech. Nice. That's awesome. Yes, it's very awesome. So you've been in the district for nine years, mm -hmm. and you've been at the Parent Center the whole time. Tell us about the Parent Center and what it is and what services you guys offer. Okay, yes, it's almost a decade that I've been working <laughs> for the school district. Wow. Um, so I, um, for the first four years, I started as a paraprofessional, a teacher's aide for our ESL students that speak only um, Spanish. Mm -hmm. Then I transitioned to be the interpreter for, the interpreter and translator for the school district. And for the past three years, I have been working as a parent center coordinator and as a district military education coordinator. Um, the services that we offer at the Parent Center, uh, we basically provide uh, parents uh, with resources, information, and guidance to engage families in their children's education. So who do you target and who do you help in the district at the Parent Center? Yeah, um, I work along with Ms. McNeely, our social worker, um, she and I serve as liaisons among our school district administrators and staff to our students and their families and within our community. Uh, we have strong connections with our local churches and businesses, the local DHS office and juvenile office. Also, as um, facilitators, we help our families get connected with our school-based clinic staff, whether for immunizations or for a doctor's appointment. 
very nice. Y'all do a lot of things. We do. Yes, <laughs> we do. We certainly do. Um, what kind of resources does the Parent Center have to provide to the public, or not to the public, but to, our, to the um, kids and the parents in our district? Yes. So it's a variety. We, um, at the Parent Center, we, we provide assistance to our students and families in different ways. Um, one way of resources is the availability of Chromebooks or mini computers. For example, if they need to submit a Medicaid or a SNAP application, they can use our devices. Um, we have a food and, and clothing pantry that is sustained by donations from our local community sponsors. Um, and as for homeless students, we abide by the McKinney Venture guidelines and we help our students and their families with the process. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Um, so what is one thing that makes the Parent Centers stand out from other Parent Centers in other districts? Well, that's a very challenging question. <laughs> <laughs> so we take our jobs very seriously, and we are very committed to what we do to serve others. Uh, we understand the great needs that, and hardships many families face, and we are here to strive in maintaining open lines of communications with them. Um, we also do home visits to check on the welfare of our students, especially those who don't have transportation. Also, uh, the Parent Center is excited to partner with the Adult Education Program of University of Arkansas Pulaski Tech as an outreach, uh, which will help provide ESL services to our parents. So not only our students who decide, you know, not to. Um, uh, um, pursue the college degree, mm -hmm. but so there, um, the services such as learning English, gaining employment, you know, um, getting GED diploma and, or moving forward a college degree, if this is something they might be interested in. Oh, that's awesome. That's a, that's a lot. That's that. <laughs> yes, that's a lot. It's a combination of things. Yes. Now, do y'all have any events coming up that parents could attend or the public should know about? Yes, we do. And our, we have our um, open house coming up, which is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And this is to, um, to show everybody the new location. Um, and everybody's in, invited to drop by. We'll be there from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And that's November the 16th, right? November the 16th. November yes. 16th. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, Beth, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you. Uh, that was very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm.